Welcome back to My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger and Hello. DJ Rock Lobster over there. Blum, blum, blum. All right, blum, before blum, blum. we start talking about the movie homework we had last night, we oh. were going to follow up with uh, or, or finish up the story that we were talking about, Steve Harvey. Come and on, Steve. So Steve Harvey, who is very fortunate that they did not replace him after the other gaffe that he did with the Miss Universe pageant. And, and again, I am not a huge pageant person right. but i have friends who are very involved in this world like my friend is like miss um mrs minnesota you know all this, like i i get that that world is complex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but and steve famously announced the wrong winner exactly. and then like ripped the tiara off the yeah. rock, like i mean this was the this, this was terrible so i mean it, this you had pe- one job steve absolutely <laughs> anyway. and i do feel like the thing that we're talking about now the fact that he went off script and asked this again <laughs> and ask this <laughs> this this contestant to do an animal impersonation i i just feel like Made the woman he, meow yeah I mean, well, well i mean i think if i remember if i remember correctly and, and i think rocco may have the clip by now he he said give me your best animal impersonation so oh. she could have done another animal i mm-hmm. guess um it, it didn't have to be a meow but anything that's based on her doing that when she hadn't said hey if this was the talent portion and it's like well instead of doing baton tricks or this magic i do animal impersonation the other candidates are getting asked like serious questions and then the, uh, and then this woman comes up right. and, and he's like make no, make a noise yeah, for me so what? it seems like unnecessary pressure on her but yeah. she handled it beautifully yeah. and did a pivot and turned it into something else and so do you have that clip rocco okay i love cats i love animals i would love to mimic a cat brace yourself everyone Mm-hmm. Sounds like a cat. But I have to say this, Steve, that, you know, this talent made me realize that we should never compromise with our hobbies because that can lead to your dream career. Oh, good save. See? She, she brought it That's around. What I'm she, she brought it around. was the epitome of a wonderful, I mean, I yeah. think that this really showcases why she's like, hey, Grace under fire. Yes, you hit me with something weird. And, and that part. We didn't hear Steve's question there. As, a, as, a, as a female performer. I give her so much credit yeah. because you do have people just say, I've had weird introductions and all these things, and it's still your job to go, how do I maintain my composure and take back control of the situation? And I think she did that beautifully. Yeah. But I also understand why everybody went, what? I cannot believe this dude made this happen. Exactly. Because yep. that just seems tacky and a very, a very... Uh, for someone who is such an accomplished interviewer, who's been in this job, who's talked to these people all these times, done that on this particular stage, if he was doing that on Family Feud and it was Myrtle from Lesore, okay, maybe yes, but on this particular stage, yeah. it really just looked incredibly unpro- yeah unprofessional on his part. Where it's all like he should be more adept at reading the room at the stage that he is in in his career. It did sound like a cat, though. Right, she She's was fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> Just saying. Yes, everything about her. Yes, fabulous. Him, she shouldn't have had to do that. But I mean, sometimes you make lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. She showcased herself well, and the fact that she even put a button on it with the "follow your dreams," even if somebody says it's silly. Well mm-hmm. done. Save. Save. <laughs> that part I think is fantastic. So yeah, Steve Harvey. Do better in 2020. Get a clue. Okay, <laughs> exactly. we had homework, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Off and Rocco, did you did you do I your homework? I did complete my homework. Okay, mm-hmm. we I took a nap after yeah. working a 12 hour day here. Yeah, woke oh, up man. and watched 
Don't look up. Don't look up. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, right? The most yeah. currently the most viewed um, uh, movie on Netflix currently. It's a weird end of the world comedy. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Correct. mashup. You mm-hmm. know. All right. So how do you want to do it? You want to go first, machine? Uh, no, it was your homework assignment, so you can start first. You want? Okay. All right. So okay. Because do start. we want to give? Do, okay. So we'll t- are, are we doing a spoiler-free review? Or no. We're just saying? Too bad. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. I'm like, so anybody out there, if you were only going to watch this film, if you did not know what happened. You may take a little walk, come back in about back. five minutes. In yeah. about five minutes, just kind of listen to a couple of songs. We gave you some suggestions earlier in the show. Okay, now, Nicely go ahead, played. Matt. Mm-hmm. Listen, I I think I liked it. Yes. Um, I will that say, is a very interesting I think description. I, I liked think you liked it. It. Mm-hmm. it was. It's long. And yeah. so this is a movie that I put in the It's a Commitment to Watch bucket. Correct. Titanic. Two hours, 23 minutes, something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like Titanic set the record for like, it's Mm -hmm. a commitment. Like, when you're going to watch Titanic, you like, okay, I've cleared my day. Yes. Um, This movie is in that side of the spectrum. This isn't a quick hit, 90 minutes in and out. Like, this is, you're committed. Uh, Oh, more than two hours. And um, I do think it drags a little bit at times. Mm -hmm. I, I liked it. Yes. And I'm an end of the world movie kind of person. And mm-hmm. I also really did like the comedy, and mm-hmm. so I enjoyed the mashup that it tries to do. Yes. If just you know, if you don't know the plot, basically some uh, scientists, you know, astrologers, astronomers, astrology. That reminds me. I'm, I'm an Aries, clear. by I'm the way. I'm an Aries. I'm a Gemini. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah. Astronomers from, from Michigan, <laughs> the University of Michigan. They, they basically Michigan spot State. this giant comet that's like a barreling toward Earth and going to uh, blow up the planet. Mm-hmm. And they try to they go to the White House and they try to get the president's attention and they try to sound the alarm about this and like no one's interested in paying attention to it. No, because of all these other things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, the plot. I thought that the humor part, it was good. Yes. I kind of wanted a little more. Like, if the humor was sprinkled through, and I just wanted them to sprinkle a little bit more through, mm-hmm. because there were times when I was like, oh, okay, it's like, it's the satire. I get what they're trying to be and dry. I just wanted a little bit more. Um, but here's the one thing that I didn't like. I don't know if anybody ever felt this way. I kind of went at parts because um, it's too... Close to what we're dealing with in real life, <laughs> like but you know, the president says the point, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, it's an allegory about climate change yeah. and how people are going. That's not science. It's not this. Don't look at it. It's more or about than COVID. Or right? about COVID. You're I think both. Adam McKay was t- when he when I was reading, he was gotcha. talking about climate change primarily, and so people think it's a little too on the nose, regardless what it's like. It's COVID too makes soon, it. almost. I don't, I don't know. Okay, here's what I I, I liked it as well. I agree with you i i didn't necessarily want more humor i wanted a tighter edit um because i did not like the first 20 minutes like if i if this would have been the kind of film Mm -hmm. that if i had not had two friends like you say hey we're all gonna watch this and discuss it i would have tapped out 20 minutes in i liked the end of it like once it like a science experiment once it started rolling then I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. I'm this. here for this. We I'm here this. for that. But it took a while. To like it was, you. yeah, it was just like, okay, I don't know, you know, like by the time you know enough about Jennifer Lawrence's character and you, like the way that they did it, it took too long 
for me to get to the point the that hook. I cared about yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And so, but once they got there, I'm like, okay. And Jonah Hill was amazing. Meryl yeah. Streep was amazing. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Um, mm. Ariana Grande is amazing. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Jennifer funny. Lawrence. Leonardo DiCaprio. All of the performances I really enjoyed. How about Leonardo DiCaprio? Now, I don't know if this is like a real thing or not, but he had a little belly. Did you? There was yeah. like a couple of scenes and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's weird to see Leonardo DiCaprio with a dad bod. <laughs> I, I feel like he's been it. puffy for a while. I know, but I mean, I guess I just haven't. I'm th- I was thinking of Leo from Titanic. Panic, heartthrob Leo, and then Leo's got tying his shoe or something. I'm like, look at his gut. And I like that storyline about him is that he did get hotter as the film went on because he got confidence. He got this. He got that. Right. It had somebody else interested in him. I mean, Kate Blanchett. I was like, I forgot that that you could do this accent, Mm -hmm. and I could not sound like you know you're an elf in Lord of the Rings. You know, kind of thing. So. that's what I thought was really fun about it is that there were so many characters. What do you mm-hmm. think, Rocco? You know, I, without wanting to be a boring, I'm going to kind of echo what you guys both said. I kind of, I, I wondered if I liked it about, mm-hmm. you know, a half hour, 40 minutes in. I eventually did. Yeah. I kind of did wish I laughed more. I did laugh out loud. I'd say at least three times. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I thought Jonah Hill was super funny. Yes. He basically, I mean, basically Meryl Streep played a female-ish Trump. Even with a hat. And Even then Jonah Hill played a male Ivanka, right? Yes. Um, and, and that's, th- that was pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is like a, like you said, an allegory, a parable, a metaphor for our times. I wonder if it'll go down as sort of a touchstone like, um, idiocracy did. Yeah. I think like Dr. Yeah. Strangelove did where mm-hmm. this is what's going on in our world right now. Here's let's poke fun of it, but also try to make a statement right. of like, Hey, let's try to err on the side of truth and science. Mm-hmm rather than political spin. Right. I, th- I think it's going to be one of those things that gains popu- like a cult following later. Like, I think in years from now, this is going to be one of those movies that people right. keep like pulling idiocracy, out. Yeah. Idiocracy it's, didn't do very well, but you, people still yes, talk about yes. it today. Like, right. wow, we are living in idiocracy. Yes, and I think that the it's, other, what I also felt about it is, there are certain people who are never going to like this movie because it portrays a very particular side of this yeah. perspective of this mm-hmm. this discussion so if you don't at least lean close to this side of this you are not gonna like this film mm-hmm. but because it did, it's not yeah. it doesn't balance at all it's not trying to show a balanced nope. thing it's this is the right side <laughs> yeah. and if you're not we're making fun of you in a very particular way like there's even a song from ariana grande that spells it out yeah Y'all need to be thinking this I lo- way. I love the scene. I lo- right in the middle of the movie, I love the scene where the president, it's Meryl Streep's yes. character, is talking about how finally they agree that the comet's going to smash and destroy yes. the planet because she's got a scandal going on. She wants to detract from that, right. obviously, politically. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, oh, we're going to do this, and it's going to be like, a, 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 we're not even going to tip off the media. It's going to be a rushed breaking news press conference. <laughs> and she's on some battleship, and they've got fireworks right. and a choir and lights, and it's like, you know, and, and, and it's just... The, the and, hypocrisy of it. it yeah, I mean that the humor is smart and fun. It is funny, right? And they it have a funny. Ron Perlman character who keeps news saying about terrible. He says terrible things, and people keep going. It was a different time, like stuff. Yeah. That was, oh my gosh, like, that was, really, it was really, unexpected and really funny. Yes. Yeah. So I think if you if you if you it's like worth the watch, it's worth it's, the watch. It kind of comes down to if you like Miss Shannon, Matt Belanger, and DJ Rock Lobster, you'll like this movie. Yeah. If you don't like us, you won't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that so is that's that. Very clear. That's all good. <laughs> Done. Okay. Well done. I, I am. I mean, I'm glad. It's interesting that we all th- kind of three agree because if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, it is. 
both, you know, bad yeah. is about 50%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, definitely getting mixed reviews out there. But I think Absolutely. the three of us are giving it as Siskel and Ebert. And then there was that the, the ending. Up. The ending. Mm-hmm. The last scene. That, oh, that's that's one of my loudest laughs, oh, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> are those feathers? <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, be sure to stick through the credits. You got to yes. watch the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if, if you're going to miss something, miss something in the middle. Plus, the that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I skipped to the end because I had to go to bed. Miss something in the middle. Yeah. You know, I heard the Bon Iver song and I heard the Ariana <laughs> yeah. song before. And now that I've seen the movie, both of those songs make a lot more sense. Oh, yes. Yeah. And are f- super fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see them play out in real time, you're like, cool with that. So that is our <laughs> spoilerish review yeah. of Don't Look Up. I don't think so, we gave away too much. No. So do with it as you will. Um, when we get back, I'm going to give you some information on a study that talks about maybe you might be a little closer to the dark side than you think. Uh-oh. Here on My Talk 1071. You're listening to My Talk 1071. Also, streaming at mytalk1071.com. It's the Donna and Steve show here with Miss Shannon, Matt Belanger, and DJ Rock Lobster. All right. I found the deepest, darkest study that I want to share with you all. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, Rocco and Matt, when I first saw this headline, I'll be honest with you, I was sure that it was going to send me to a BuzzFeed quiz, but mm-hmm. no, this is an actual scientific study that was oh. done. And scientists have identified the driving force behind our darkest impulses. And so this started from some scientists in Germany and Denmark. They started this study in 2018 and they mapped the driving force behind all of these things. And they gave it a name called the dark factor of personality. Right. Doesn't sound like they made it up for like the castle of Gary Skull. Like it doesn't sound like a real thing, but they really did. And so, so what is it? And so what it is, is that there is a framework in our brain that actually they did. They have a test now when they ask you a series of questions, which is what we're all going to do tonight for homework. Since we have to, so what it is, is they ask you a number of questions um, that talk about from a personality standpoint, what decisions you would make that then are focused in these dark things. And then, hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's the malevolent 
nature of human tendencies regarding psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism is what they did. So based upon how you answer this quiz, it's how likely are you to do these negative, dark behaviors? Mm. And so based upon what you do this, it turns that everybody can actually be rated... In the same way to see how dark their personality is. And that's what I thought is fascinating. And I, di- I intentionally didn't take it yet because I want you guys to take it as well. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. My question about that is um, it must be an all in how these questions are asked. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing this like in a group, people are going to tend to choose the f- response that they think might be received well Absolutely. publicly. So they're mm-hmm. not going to, they might want D the darkest answer, but actually they're going to say A because they want to seem like a good person. Right, because these are supposed to, they have a bunch of cases about extreme violence, rule-breaking, lying, and deception in corporate and public sectors. The key must be to answer like really raw and honestly. Right, because I think that they're trying to imply that knowing this, as they put it, D factor would be really useful in assessing like the likelihood that the person would reoffend if they were a, a criminal or if oh. they're going to do other harmful behavior. So they're hoping that they can figure out a way to do this to then assist in going, all right, where are you on this? Are you are, are you going to actually be able to rehabilitate yourself? Are you going to change the course of your behaviors or is this how you're wired? So do they like put a number on it? Like mm-hmm. so like you'll actually get like a like Rocco. A you're score. you're going to be 89% dark yes. factor. You can, and I'm yeah. gonna. I'm an angel, so I'm three percent dark <laughs> you can, factor. You can you know? make. You can measure your own D score via this questionnaire that I sent you guys D-score. the link to. Don't right. walk around saying that on the street. I know they'll be like, "What's your D What's score?" Your D score? <laughs> like, that means something else in my community. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> and that's all I can say about that. We have to move along. But anyway, uh, but so I, this is interesting to me. So we're gonna do this. Yes. And we're, now and come now back. the key is at, you got to answer like for real. All of these things always have to be don't lie like i mean yeah. even if you look at something serious like when people are doing their myers-briggs and they try and lie it's not in your best interest or if you're trying to figure out what house you'd be in a harry potter on pottermore or whatever if you lie then it don't there's no point in even doing it so you yeah. have to at least try so here's what i think if we just the three of us because i i know that all of us are good people in general so yeah. even yeah <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding here's what i, I i'm curious so who do we think of the three of us is going to have the darkest score? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not me because I'm an angel. I don't know. I feel like I'm a good person, but I feel like you guys are maybe better. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know what? What's funny is that it, uh, it's sometimes it's the person you least expect. It's probably me. Mm. <laughs> and so who knows? Because I wouldn't think, and I, I think that's interesting. Can you give like, us an example question? Okay, Can we, we have one of the questions? Just for an example. I don't think I'd have a very dark score either. I mean, I, I always come out a paladin every time we play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, okay, so it says, I only want a rough estimate of my... De- okay, we're just going to do the, the rough estimate one. And then you have to consent. Yeah. There's all kinds of things going Ooh, on here. You have to consent. This is serious. Okay. Ooh. Okay, here's the first one. You get to strongly agree or strongly disagree through strongly agree. Got so it. here's the first question. I would be willing to take a punch if it meant that someone I did not like would receive two punches. <laughs> See? Mm. Would you take one punch if somebody you didn't like got two? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Would you strongly, strongly agree? Uh, I think. Hold on, <laughs> let me get my belt. Let me get my belt. 
Strongly agree. <laughs> and I kind of disagree. I'm okay. not getting punched or punched anybody. I avoid humiliating others. But think about that other person who's going to get too whacked. So you, you hate. Oh. All right. Everybody I know who it tomorrow. is, too. Let's I know. Who's... I have the person right here in mind this morning. Thank you. You can see how dark we are. Make sure you listen to the Don and Steve oh, experience tomorrow. We're going to give you all the results on that. When we get back, we're doing some little Millennial X games, yeah. courtesy of our friend Six, Rock five, over one, there. 641 We need a Millennial and we need a Gen Xer to play along. Here we go. Do it. It is the Donna and Steve experience. We're going to play a game. We actually didn't get any callers. Nobody wants to play. And in fact, I asked around the uh, studio. I was like, hey, hey, you Gen Xer over there, do you want to be? Uh, <laughs> well, let's be honest. And, like, and then they just vocal fried at you. They're though. like, no, we don't want to do that. Hey, you, Rocco, let's be honest. You didn't have a lot of people to choose from out there. It's like. You, you go out the door, hello, and you hear right. an echo. They After came into work. Bradley, uh, they usually are sitting up doing their prep. Uh, maybe yeah. they're downstairs in the calf. I don't know. And they, anybody Coffee who came break. into work today came in for bare minimum effort. Yes. That's so it. They came in to show face. That's what I'm doing. Right. Exactly. I'm Both kidding, of us. So how does this game even so work? So here's the deal. Let me hit the open, then I'll explain it. Okay. Generation X versus <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> These are the Millennial X Games. <laughs> Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, <laughs> the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> All right, so well, I'm kind right. of a millennial. Okay. You're a Gen Xer. Well, yes. yeah, this works yeah. out really so well. So timing, age-wise, it's fine. Okay, yeah, I'm what you call a geriatric uh, millennial. Oh, are you For the, the top? record, oh. I'm the very oldest of the millennials. Ah, they literally call it geriatric. <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> you should be. That is not kind. <laughs> Where's my walker? <laughs> no, that is not kind. So yeah, I think this came about when Don and Steve were trying to argue. They're trying to outdo each other. Like, would well, you know stuff from my generation? Oh, no, do you know stuff from my generation? <laughs> Sounds like it does. Like, I'm uh, like, what? Why are we fighting? <laughs> so basically, I'm going to ask Miss Shannon, the Gen Xer, three questions about millennial pop culture and then vice versa. Okay. Got it. All right. We and, can do that. Um, I don't know if you see this big uh, wheel I just rolled into the studio, oh, but you okay. guys are going to spin the wheel like three times. Okay. Um, All right. Who wants to go first? Oh, you, you I'll go, go first. first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, mm-hmm. You look at me cutting in line. I'm like, excuse no, me, I'm move on. No, I'm going to let you go no, first anyway, man. No. Ah, it's sweet. Thanks. That's okay. very, Here we go. very millennial of you. I'm first. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like this. Movies. Movies. Okay. okay. You know how much I'm good at this. <laughs> Matt Belanger. <laughs> the snorts are coming out. <laughs> I love it. Um, what 1985 movie featured this quote? That was one. You see us as you want to see us in the simplest terms in the most convenient definitions, you see us as a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, <laughs> and a criminal. I'm not helping you. I'm not. I didn't. Was, did my eyes say help me? <laughs> it made they that did. I don't know. <laughs> can I? Is this something where I can pass, or what are we well, doing? Well, if we had a side player, you could say, "Hey, I'd like phone Janet a friend on line one. Yeah, help Janet. Ah. <sighs> I'm pretty no sure idea. I know this one. I don't know. You know what popped into my head? I'm just going to say because whatever. I just said E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. I, I don't know why it popped into my head, but I'm just thinking of uh, movies in can the I 80s. Steal? Can, can I steal? Can I steal? Yes, no. go ahead, Michelle. I believe that's The Breakfast Club. That is it? The Breakfast Club. Okay. Oh, yeah. The scene with the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He writes, they were supposed to write it. They were in detention. Yes. They were supposed to write an essay. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Michael Hall's character. Yes. 
The brain, mm-hmm. in that sentence, writes the essay, and he basically tells off the principal, mm-hmm. screw you, we are who we are. We, who are. we, are, right? we get our detention. No, that's cool. Yeah, Deal no, with good. it. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a zero, zero mm-hmm. with uh, Miss Shannon coming okay. up right now. Music. Okay. Music. Um, you got to get it. You love music. <laughs> Miss Shannon does love music. Uh, how about this one? Uh, on this date in 2001, December 29th, 20 years ago, the number one song in the country was Nickelback's signature song and biggest hit. Oh, geez. <laughs> it begins with the line, never made it as a wise man. What song oh, was this. that? <laughs> You're supposed to know it. You're the millennial. <laughs> You're helping. Whatever. Ah. Uh. Something about a poor man stealing. <laughs> Come on, you know this. Yeah, I'm sure I do, but I don't remember the name. I'm out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matt? Well, I, I actually, I don't know that I know. Th- I'd have to, like, sit down. The poor man but what's the title? What's the next? You know it. Hang on, let's just let's just do it the old school way. Oh jeez. Did you remind me what I really am? Oh, we're turning into Lori and Julia singing, singing at the end of the show. We knew the lyrics. We sure did. We should do karaoke sometime. Yeah, exactly. I would love that. Let's go over to the Vegas Lounge. Okay. So what was wait? What was the title? You remind me. Yeah. How you remind, How you remind me. me. How you remind me. That's okay. Okay, so back to Matt. He's going to spin that wheel. Okay, here we go. Using my big muscles. Yes. Music. Music. Here you go. Okay. What band replaced their original guitarist? Give me a break. The Spaceman character, Ace <laughs> Fraley. Uh-huh. In 1982 with the Ankh Warrior character, Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> do you know this? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least I think I do. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna. You can just stop the music right now. Okay. I don't. I I have literally no idea what any of the words you just said mean. <laughs> I believe. Let's do the song. Let's do the song, and then. Isn't that Kiss? That is Kiss. That's Kiss. Yes. Well, we are different people. You know that they're care- <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not expect this to be so prevalent that we didn't that yeah. we didn't know that. Um, that well, <laughs> right. I mean, if you're a child of my uh, generation, you should know some Kiss trivia. At least yeah. know mm-hmm. that you know Ace Frehley was the spaceman. Yeah, Everybody I knew that. I know. That. I know. Uh, I knew that the band had characters and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And I know that one. And then the you yeah. know, and then we all watched the one with the, and then the tongue and the this and my the weak this. spot. <laughs> my weak spot. In life, like knowledge, is like music. trivia, knowledge, is music, and, See, and and like act, like names of of, of actors and actresses. Mine's and, TV, and so if we get to TV on this next one, I might not. Yeah, even I'm pretty good. You at never TV. know what the wheel's gonna. Yes, yeah. the wheel. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay, I think Matt is gonna spin the wheel. No, no, no. no, no it's no, my turn. Shannon's turn. gonna spin the wheel. Yes. <laughs> movies. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you three Adam Sandler movies oh, from. This is easy stuff. You know, um, <laughs> these rank. I'm gonna tell you the uh, one is from '96. Okay. One is from '04, and one is from 2010. Mm-hmm. See, I know, and I, I want you know. to put them in chronological order. Oh, jeez. Okay. Girl, girl. And right. these movies are Grown Ups, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. Fifty First Dates. Ah. Um. Ooh, ooh, that's I'm gonna Rick. say. Happy Gilmore, Fifty First Dates, Grown Ups. Happy Gilmore, Fifty First Dates, Grown Ups. 
Yeah, Yay! Miss Shannon, wow. on the board with mm-hmm. one. Thank you. Represent. That, like, I, t- I know movies. Somebody's got to win around here. I mean, I am 50, not even 50-50. I'm 60-40 on when I like an Adam Sandler movie or not. I 60% dislike them and then 40% <laughs> right, like them. Right. Like, yeah, 40% I'm like, oh, that was good. Same thing with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you. yeah, I'm all we like, watch, we watched Mixed Nuts over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Remember when, do you remember that movie? And no. he was, he, Adam Sandler was in there and it's about like a helpline and it, it's just a silly movie. But mm-hmm. anyway, Adam Sandler's character in there carries around like a ukulele or something. And he just, and he always right. talks like this. I watched the two movie. Vince Vaughn <laughs> holiday an movies and I didn't know that he had two holiday movies. Yeah, and I watched a, two of them. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Well, Matt Good needs story. one to tie. Here we go, Matt. And I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Lifestyle. <laughs> oh, okay. Well done. Ah, now you my language. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever completed a Rubik's Cube, Matt Belanger? Uh, not successfully. Okay. I've thrown tried. one and tried to break break it on the floor. But okay. <laughs> Well, can you, when you threw it on the floor and it smashed into a lot of pieces, yeah. do you remember the six colors featured on the yeah, original oh, boom. Rubik's mm-hmm. Cube? Here we go. Orange. White. Green. Red and yellow. Uh, I think you only gave me five. That's so. five. Ah, orange, 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 white. Orange, white. Green, red, yellow. I can see it. Come on. You're right there. There's really only it's... one other color. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. The, is it blue? No, it's not like your hair. I keep looking at your hair. <laughs> no, hold on. I'm not opening it. What am I? Come on. Oh, no. Just say it with confidence. <laughs> No, I don't know. Oh, I'm blanking. It's the precious, this dang music you play, Rocco. I know. Freaks well, you me need out. this to tie. I know. Okay. Orange, mm-hmm. white, green, red, and yellow. And? And? I mean, it's not purple. It's not. Come it's on. not. It's not blue. You're right it's, there. it's not black. Why wasn't it just. It's blue. Is it blue? It's blue. No, it's not blue. Yes, it is blue. It's blue. It's blue. Let's go for the tie. <laughs> There's that no blue on the Rubik's Cube. There is blue. It's, <laughs> I'm it's all those primary colors that are like that. It's not like teal. Oh my it's goodness, blue. It is blue. That's why I told you to say it with confidence. It's blue. Uh, it's all the 80s colors. I have colors. Two, two, two Rubik's clothes at home right Cloops. now. Two uh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. All right, and then I had the fancy pyramid See, one. You make me oh, ner- that's right, the pyramid. Shannon, yeah. You make me nervous. How about the missing inside? link? Do you remember doing yes, that? Yes, and the you one, slide it yeah, up. And then I had blue. the snake that you turned into, oh, like yeah. the little cube. I had all that stuff. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I doubted myself. Right, that's why I was like, just say it again with confidence. <laughs> okay, well, Miss Shannon needs this for the win. I'm going to have to go to a tiebreaker. Uh, Here we go. Like this. You got some strong arm muscles, Miss Shannon. I'm lifting. Mm -hmm. All right. In 1999 and 2000, Mm -hmm. a book at the top of the New York Times bestseller list was by a Detroit sports writer and chronicled his visits with his former sociology professor. Can you name that bestselling book? Huh. Can you do it again? I zoned out. In 1999 (laughs) I really did. I'm not kidding. In 1999 and 2000, a book... At the top of the New York Times bestseller list. It was there a lot. It was a big deal. Okay, all right. It was by a Detroit sports writer, Mm -hmm. and it chronicled his visits with his former sociology professor. Hmm. Can you name it? That sounds interesting. I have a guess, but I I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't think I know. Matt Belanger for the steal? I don't know. I mean, I'm so What's scared. I'm scared just, of being wrong. The author was Mitch Album, A-L-B-O-M. I don't, I, I don't know that. 
chicken soup for the soul. I don't know. So what? What's your guess? No, I don't want to say it. Oh my gosh! What is it? You can't be wrong if you don't. You can't be right if you don't try. It's like winning the lottery. You got to play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the book was called Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember deal. hearing it was that. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. Okay. Okay. That means we got to go to a tiebreaker. Okay. Um, uh, I usually take that a, was not what I was question. going to say. We're going to go back to Nickelback. Okay. In their history, they mm-hmm. uh, hit the Billboard Top 100 uh, a number of times mm-hmm. with their songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we do Price is Right rules. Ah. Uh, you can. Uh, I, I need the number without going over, closest cool. without going over. Cool. Let's uh, say Miss Shannon gets to go first. How many Nickelback songs have hit the Billboard Top 100? I'm going to say 12. And Mr. Belanger. Oh, that is weird. That is the you number that 12? I was that I'm not making that up. Okay. But since uh, I'm gonna go with nine because I just I can't say the same number as you. Okay. So I'm gonna go with nine. The answer is nineteen, Miss Shane. Wow, wow. That's well a lot. Mm-hmm. I should have went I up. I always think not it's down. funny because Nickelback is also one of the most clowned bands of all time. Like yes. it's what one of those bands. That? Well, because it's a very popular band that people love to hate and to also make fun of. Wow. And if you're a fan, and I think it's interesting because they're so so popular that people like to go, "Well, something's wrong with you if you like them." And you go, "This is why they have so many hits." Like our current version of that is Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. yeah. Where people pick on people for liking Imagine Dragons, but it's but they make bangers. And it's like, yeah. well, why are you mad at me for like <laughs> this band that makes good songs? Yeah, my, and like, when my boy the same was way. like seven or eight, he loved Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to, I saw Nickelback here at the Myth before they were doing stadiums and all this stuff. So I'm like, that. Eh, and okay. yet you didn't know the number one their signature song. No, title. no, on, I probably played that on the radio at a different radio station. Probably, probably, probably. and I was like, that was back when you still had to like, like turn a CD over. So I probably yeah. put the CD in and. And ran to you the played restroom. it so many times that you tuned I just, it out. Yep, you I couldn't like, hear it anymore. La, 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 la. Rocco, that was fun. Oh, Thank yes, you. Well done. Right. Thank you very much. Nobody wins a stocking hat because they didn't call in. That's okay. Maybe next time. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up when we get back. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on the Donna and Steve Experience with Miss Shannon and Matt Belanger and DJ Rock Lobster. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger. You can tell we don't do this every day because Matt has been awake for so long that he forgot we had one more segment. Well, oh, no, he gone? No, was, no, 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 we no, was already no, packing that wasn't up, it. basically. I logged off. What are you talking about? <laughs> and it's not that I didn't know. I just was like, well, I'm done. Right. Like, I don't know. Anyone can do 10 minutes. Yeah. So like with a logged off computer, we can he figure this out. Oh, no, I'm logged it. back in because I got I forgot what I wanted to talk about. Here. Well, and I do think that this is a cute story. It's, uh, listen, this is not my wheelhouse. Rocco, you mean I, the, put a, I put a football thing? related story in this in this grid. Oh, OK. Can mm-hmm. you something is really wrong when I'm putting in football stories. But this is why I put it in. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um I might actually watch this. <laughs> and I don't really <laughs> do sports. At least watch ball. the replay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, you know what? I'll just watch the clip of this happening at the end. Cause, <laughs> so basically, the Duke's Mayonnaise Bowl, yes. bowl is happening. Uh, this It's soon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I was but, looking that up too. Yeah. Duke's Mayonnaise. And, um, and you know how, like, at the end of this a football game, next, the Thursday. Win- next Thursday, Thursday, the winning coach gets a Gatorade bath. Yes. They mm-hmm. dump the jug on. 
the Gophers just won the bowl game. What was they it last did. night? Mm-hmm. And and so and so you know PJ Fleck got his little Gatorade bath. And see, it. you know about sports. See, you? I do. I do the morning news. So did you, know, you do I'm any sports in high school and college? No, honey, I was in a choir. Oh, and, fun. and I was in the theatrical performances. Oh, well done. No, what, I play sports. Uh, what did you I sing? Do sports. Mm-hmm. I was Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God, Rocco. That's we, should, we should have a, a Seymour off tomorrow. <gasps> Will you be our oh, Audrey? I, yeah, yeah, I can do that one. <laughs> and I know Seymour. I know all of their the, the backups. You can be the doo-ops. Yeah, I can do um, the doo-ops. The urchins. Is that oh, what they right. are? They were called the urchins, yeah. Ah, see, I did not know what they were called, but I know that they do that. Downtown. Where the girls are. Oh, jeez, Guys, I'm broke. Yeah. Okay, we have our show for tomorrow. Well, Put that in the grid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was actually playing sports. Like, I I love football. Like, yeah. I used to play for the Minnesota Vixen here in town. So, our, our women's professional football team. Yeah. So, well, I love all Dawn's this in tomorrow. She was theatrical. I mean, yes, very. Okay, so the 9 a.m. hour, that'll be act one. We're going to okay. do <laughs> That'll be Who's Matt. the plant? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to eat us in the end? That's what I, oh, yeah. that's scary. That, and then who's going to Grant. Yeah. Grant the plant. Grant yeah, the plant. Grant's going to be. <laughs> Grab the plant. We're yeah. ready for that. Anyway, okay. mm-hmm. so there's this uh, uh, football game coming up, and yeah. um, so instead of the Gatorade bath, mm-hmm. um, they and I love our Minnesota sports teams, but uh, anyway, I I couldn't believe that they're gonna dump mayonnaise on these court the coaches yes. at the winning coach. So they both agreed. They both agreed to this. They have this wonderful condiment <laughs> dumped on them. I, I love have, it. I have a question because yes. do have you ever used Duke's mayonnaise? I was just gonna ask you. I've it's, never even heard of it. It's a southern thing. Okay. Because okay. I went to school in North Carolina. I went to college down there. And, oh, okay. and so that's a thing. It but here's the thing about Duke's like think about Hellman's. Yes. Okay. And then make it twice as thick. Oh, so it's it's like Cool Whip. It's like you have to. It's it doesn't a, pour. You gotta. Sh- it's like like cup of peg shy cream cheese thickness. Oh. Now, so the thing with me is like I have like logistical questions because I'm like a dork like that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how are you gonna dump Duke's mayonnaise? Because it's like when you get a blizzard at Dairy Queen and they turn it upside down, <laughs> it don't come oh. out. And it's so, your Tar Heels are one of the wins in this game. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. So that is an interesting. I did not know that there was a scientific flaw in this plan. So I'm presuming that Duke's mayo Maybe is making a out. special. Yeah, a little. Look at this. A look, saucy look. version they, of there's it. There's a social media post of them whipping up the bucket, though. Maybe that's it. If they if they, they stir enough. Actually, I don't even like mayonnaise, so this is kind of gross. To me, I kind of feel like this is. It, although it was, it is more viscous in nature than Gatorade. Good word. Yeah, it it will it it'll more like ooze down upon them. It'll be like more <laughs> than it'll like. It's gonna be a it big. It won't bloop. splash right. It's gonna be a big. It's yeah. all gonna come out at once and just go. Bloop. Anyway, so <laughs> a splat. All you, the you, time. you what will it take for Matt Belanger to watch a football game other than the Super Bowl? You might ask. And uh, apparently, a mayonnaise bath is it. Well, I think it's very interesting that go. the coaches are the same way with you. They're like, I'm not a big mayonnaise guy. Man- Guys. It's too bad. The game starts at like ten thirty, so we, you know, it's too bad we won't be able to see it, uh, you know, Real as we're on the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably get done around one or something. Yeah, I, Whatever. I am also not a Manning's person, so Bl- the fact, Ooh. like, yeah, I'll, I, I'll make up for both of you. Are I'm, you a I'm big fan? It. Other than I wish, you know, I'm trying to watch what I eat. I, I used to eat like Miracle Whip sandwiches when I was wow. Mm. I like it in salad, like if you're making a pasta salad or something. I like just enough mayonnaise to make it not dry. But mm. if it's on a sandwich, I don't want it either. 
If it's mm. in a, if it's in a, I will, I will put <laughs> anything. Like, oh, I'll, no, I'll put anything in it other than that. I'm one of those people. I'm like, yeah. let's put some, some, some mustard and some mm-hmm. salsa, some Worcestershire sauce, and <laughs> anything, anything. I don't like mayonnaise either. It's just <sighs> gross. Are you guys gonna do? Do you have any weird? Speaking of food, hmm. uh, randomly popped into my head. Uh, we're gonna make. Uh, we just decided for New Year's. You know, as a tradition. To, do you eat anything weird on New Year's for good luck? Oh, I'm, I grew up in Arizona, so southern adjacent. So we gotta do. Black eyed peas. We're gonna make black eyed peas. Gotta make soup. black eyed peas. Yeah, do we it. gotta do black eyed peas. Going today to get the ingredients. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah, you got it. That's how you get your luck. Uh, Donna might know this when she comes back. We uh, in Pennsylvania, like mm-hmm. cause, uh, where I'm from in Pennsylvania, it's Pennsylvania Dutch influence oh, or whatever. Okay. So a lot of people like pork and sauerkraut. Okay. Where yes. are my pork and sauerkraut people at? Mm hmm. That's that makes sense. Good luck. Yeah, we always, yeah, we do a little bit of, you know, we'll do some collard greens, got to do your black eyed peas, you know, kind of mm-hmm. things. And, and that's one of the few things that we're like, oh. like one year we were like all busy and my mom was like, well, I at least bought some, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Well, but no, go. we're going to do that. So that's the thing that we do. You don't have any New Year's Eve food traditions, Rocco? No. Uh, my wife and I got married on New Year's Eve 2002. Aww. And even that, we don't really have any traditions. Sometimes we do this. Sometimes we do that. Uh, we yeah. don't, I don't even know what we're... We had plans uh, on Friday to hang out with some friends, and now they got the crud. So oh, no. we have no. no plans. What should we do for Well, New everything's Eve? getting canceled. I mean, we just in the news this morning, the Armory show, like the light, the lights all night or whatever, they had like mm-hmm. a party at the Armory for New Year's. That's canceled. Uh-huh. I mean, they well, didn't say they didn't come out and directly say it's COVID, but they were like, we need to keep everyone. I'll safe. be honest with you, our social media for our show on New Year's Eve has pictures of Tiffany and I with our fingers crossed. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like if you go to my Facebook page right now, that's legitimately what my header is: is us going New Year's Eve and like smiling. That's hope. Uh, as far exactly. Speaking of hope, we are at the New Hope Cinema Grill. So as of right now. Y'all can still come hang out with us. (laughs) So hopefully things stay calm and we'll be doing that. And so it does turn out that I'm going to be hanging out with both of you tomorrow. Yeah, we can't wait. One more day. Let's keep the party going. And Dawn will return. So you won't have to have three hours of me. We like you, though. We like everybody. Got a good crew here. Thanks for letting me hang out. Yeah. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.